Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. Now here's the host of the show, a man who once shared a bottle of vodka with Rodney Dangerfield while they were filming the movie Back to School. It's TV's Tim Stack. Yay, me! TV's Tim Stack. We got a big show today. We're running late. Uh, which we don't even need to explain why, but I'll just quickly tell you the Rodney Dangerfield story from the film Back to School. Uh, I had a kind of a famous line in the movie, which was, I was just enjoying your wife's klimt. And then Rodney says a line. And a lot of people just really love that scene. They love that scene. They talk about it. But what they don't know is that night it was Rodney's birthday, the night we shot, and somebody presented Rodney with a gallon of Stolishnaya which had just invaded this country, Stolishnaya, had just come here. And it was like, oh, my God, you got Stolishnaya. was so hard to get this vodka. Now it's just like you can find it at CVS. It's nothing. But at the time, anyway, the two things that happened was both the gallon of vodka was don't, we shot all night, was done by the morning. Also, this wo- very attractive woman showed up, I think, as a birthday gift for Rodney. And it was not to rehearse lines. I think it was more to do lines. But anyway, <laughs> when, when morning, the sun came up, the shooting was over, and Rodney, the bottle was done, and the woman went home. Anyway, that's my Rodney Dangerfield story. So um, we're also joined today. We're, this guest we've got is so important and brought Greg Garcia back to the show. Greg Garcia, the Emmy winner for My Name is Earl and uh, the, his new creation that I had the chance to work on, Sprung, which is on Amazon Freebie. Freebie. I've been talking about it. It's so funny and so good and so heartwarming. Anyway, Greg, you are here today. So thank you for that. Ah, my pleasure. My so, pleasure. So this guest, uh, I've never had a guest on the show who I didn't know. Part of that is because I'm lazy, and part of it is just I know people have great stories, so I want them on the show. But this gentleman uh, I met on the Internet, and he, anyway, he does this show, TV Trash. I'll give you the introduction. His name is Chris Lee Moore. He's known for the show TV Trash cartoon hero and huey's animated movie reviews well those are colleagues of mine yes oh okay (laughs) well please welcome chris rowdy seymour yo and hello everybody and mr stack or maybe i could call you mr lampy because i happen to know your voice acting history as well um I've actually done this uh, internet reviewer stick for about 13 years now, and this is the first time I've ever been called to task by anyone who was behind the scenes, the creative process of a show I dared review on my show. So I am considering this a great honor, to be perfectly honest. Well, you are not. Let me tell you this. Now, first of all, do you want to be Rowdy? Rowdy C? What do you go by? Uh, you mostly just go by Rowdy. Rowdy. Just make things a lot easier. I know how I have one of the most generic names in possible human history. So you go by Rowdy. by Rowdy just kind of fits for me. Is that a, an homage to like Rowdy Roddy Piper or Rowdy Yates? You from... know what? It's it's just ironic that you know, I did eventually become a wrestling fan in my later years in life. And Mr. Piper did become one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, especially being up on the history. So it's just uh, it, it's so it kind of fit, 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 fit that way. But no, it kind of originates from an act I used to do starting as a teenager at Texas Rangers baseball games where I created this entire character 
who would go out, stay in the bleachers, dressed in full baseball uniform, blow horns, wave towels, mock play along to the Cotton Eye Joe during the seventh inning stretch. And I called him the Rowdy Ranger. Yeah, I'll bet. Or the Ranger Rowdy. He was picked up from the name of the reunion Rowdies as the Dallas Mavericks fans of the 80s used to be called. So one thing just kind of spilled over into another once I more or less evolved that persona into an internet personality as well. I'll bet you had the whole bleachers to yourself. I'm just guessing. Uh, it depends on what time people, period it was. It was people ran away. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Okay. 90s, it was a bit better. So, Dr. Nice. G, uh, Richard Dugan our, 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 is here, the engineer, and Jeremiah Higgins is here, our producer. So, can we go to clip number two, Dr. Two. D? Okay. So, clip number two, this is how I... F- let me tell you, uh, let me back it up a little bit. So, on my uh, computer, I have a Google search for a few things, one of which is Son of the Beach. And usually what comes up is a child of the Beach Boys has either been uh, arrested for DUI (laughs) or run over or OD. You know, it's just like something it has to do with the child of the Beach Boys. But then one day, all of a sudden, this thing comes up, TV trash. It's like, oh, what is this guy? So I click it anyway. This is a little clip of what I heard. <laughs> you know, the universe can have a really sick sense of humor. Sometimes the stars just align perfectly whether you want them to or not. Because all things considered, there really couldn't be anything else for the lucky number 13th anniversary of TV Trash. Because this just might be the worst. This is the bottom of the barrel. This is almost everything wrong with so many bad TV shows wrapped up into one big package of uber sock. This is Son of the Beach. Son of the beach. Of the beach. (laughs) That was fantastic. So imagine my uh, wonder when I click on this thing and a review of Son of the Beach comes up. And this is how I met Rowdy C. Dr. Rowdy C. Rowdy. Just go by Rowdy. So, first of all, we'll get into Son of the Beach later. I'm... And this is what I brought in Greg Garcia, because I immediately sent this review to Greg Garcia. You know, uh, Rowdy, just so you know, you met Greg, right? He won an Emmy for My Name is Earl. Did you do some research on him? Uh, well, I, I, well, I do know a fact that you um, you eventually had a role in uh, My Name is Earl that almost could be like a parody uh, of either yourself or your character in Son of the Beach. So, yeah, I've got a few things about it. Ne- never watched that much of My Name is Earl, but know enough about it to uh, to know that it is a great honor to have been had my series directed to one such an individual. Okay, very good. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, he was as amused by your review as I was, so we brought him in here. So, so Rowdy C, Rowdy, I keep calling you Rowdy C. Rowdy, no problem. Um, so... You sort of explained how did you get started. How did you find Son of the Beach? Because it's been off the air for 20 years. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm not afraid to admit this. 
I watched some episodes back when it was airing. Oh, okay. I mean, that, I mean I was, the, back then, I was just, I've always been like a TV junkie, especially back in my early, my late teens and early 20s. And eventually, I just start flipping through stuff on one way or the other because there's so many, there were so many dang channels on TV even back then. And I come up, find this show that so clearly is meant to be a Baywatch parody. And just, I guess I just kind of have a, a knack for get sometimes getting drawn in to really bad parodies and stuff. And I just found myself watching it, just it just kind of laughing at how goofy and dumb this thing was. And to be perfectly honest, I am kind of surprised it took me 13 years to finally getting around to reviewing your show. It's almost like it got purged from my memory for quite a few years. But just keep in mind, like, it, that's one of my uh, specialties is going after uh, adult themed entertainment shows that I think that uses almost kind of juvenile humor. Keep in mind that my very first episode of TV Trash was reviewing the Stan Lee produced animated show Stripperella that was part of, you know, um, Spike TV's adult entertainment block back when it relaunched itself as that. And that's kind of been what, the number one thing that I go after mostly in my anniversary shows. It either another, I've done all the Pam Anderson shows, save for Baywatch, uh, I did all the other Spike TV animation shows. So uh, I often try to look for stuff of the, of the really adult-themed stuff that kind of uses just really kind of dumb sex or and uh, or humor like that type of stuff. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically your wheelhouse, Tim. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, oh. This stuff, I, you wouldn't have any idea. You wouldn't believe how many... Uh, bad adult cartoons I've reviewed. Yeah. There's been Alan Gregory, Brickleberry, The Nutshack, Mr. Pickles, Gary yeah. the Rat. That's got one of the things I look, look to go to more than anything else to try to review yeah. because, uh, yeah, that's just kind of my specialty. If it's not obscure stuff, I like to go after a lot of obscure stuff. Okay. Absolutely. What? But then, yeah, if I can just tear into what I think is a really badly done animated show yes. aimed at adults yes that's I'm your wheelhouse take it. and that's it's my wheelhouse too oh, which yeah. is actually uh rowdy the reason you're here is i'm actually grooming you today to join my cult so <laughs> that's what this is about so i uh -huh. want to play i want to play uh dr d can we play clip number three this is a short clip mm -hmm. that i would that it'll give us an opportunity to dive even deeper you have no idea how much i appreciate that so many of you have willingly endured this type of pain with me for 13 years stuff like this makes me wish i could go back in time and seriously reconsider my life there you go my life so we want to find out about your life Rowdy, okay. like, like, where, where did you, uh, you I see you're selling t-shirts behind you. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. So, I'm going to be at Alcon Dallas this weekend selling a cup of both with these versions of these shirts. And, of course, my self-published novel, Quest Seekers of the Wormstone. Of course. So any of your listeners novel. are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area this weekend, we'd love to see you drop by Alcon Dallas at any time are you fantastic I, why do i think you're gonna have the same reaction there that the people in the bleachers at the rangers game <laughs> like oh. you're gonna empty the convention rowdy mm -hmm. um so uh so okay greg i know you've got some questions well i have a i have five i wrote down five questions for you because i'm right? I'm, I'm i'm a fan i want to know these these five things uh and then i actually had one other i added on 
What is your favorite TV show, both currently and of all time? Because obviously you're very tapped in. Oh, I made this. Well, I made this very clear throughout most of my uh, review shows. All time. He made this very TV clear to the judge. Is Alf. Keep going. Alf. Alf. Yeah. Alf. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he's looking for something. He's looking for some type of Alf doll or something right now. I know that. Absolutely. I see that look. I was in the. I was in an episode of Alf, Rowdy. Oh, did you I, know that? I'm gonna have to go back and and, and find that one. Of course, one of my uh, more disappointments about the show is that the unedited episodes have still never been released in any type of home media. It's kind of a passion project of mine. So I got almost two passion products I want brought back: the full unedited episodes of Alf and Strike Chips Ahoy. What? Okay, fair Ooh. enough. And if you could sit down and watch Alf while eating Striped, striped Chips Ahoy, that's great. No, I was looking for my Alf trading card. Oh, that's a nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a uh, in mint condition Alf trading cards. And then, so what is the second part of my question is currently what is a TV show you're watching and well, enjoying it very ties much? Into, well, yeah, I know it actually kind of ties into um, uh, one of my other all time favorite shows. One of the things I'm trying to watch mo- as much of as possible is the relaunch, the smallest, what I call a sequel series of Quantum Leap. Like, oh, okay. the number one reason I always wanted to turn, wanted to turn into that show is because I actually did this. One of my videos was while Alpha and Quantum Leap were two of my favorite shows of all time. You did a crossover and episode? Also had the two <laughs> worst endings of all time, the way both those shows ended. So, okay. the number one reason I wanted to watch. The new Quantum Leap series was if they're going to finally resolve and fix the way that show ended, I definitely want to see how they're going to find a way to do that. So that's why okay. I have been definitely a bit a watcher of that show. OK. OK. My next question. What did you have for dinner last night? Dinner last night, I um, went to a yeah, I just grabbed McDonald's because I was going back from uh, selling my shirts at Trader's Village at Grand Prairie, Texas. What's so. your standing order at McDonald's? What's your go to at McDonald's? Depends. Either chicken McNuggets or filet of fish. It goes back. Okay. One of the two. Filet of fish. I like that. You don't meet a lot of filet of fish people. I married a filet of fish person. Mm. I'm I'm on board. I like that. Okay. (laughs) If you could create your own TV show tomorrow. Hold on. Hold that question. Greg, we're coming coming up against the commercial. Hold that question for the other side. We're going to take our first break. I'm talking to Chris Rowdy C. Moore, uh, who you can find him on uh, at Rowdy C. Moore on Twitter. RowdyC.com, I believe that's right. TV Trash on YouTube. Got Greg Garcia here. His new show, Sprung, is on Amazon Freebie. Uh, I'm TV's Tim Stack. And that's who you're listening to. We'll be right back. Everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Son of the Beach premiered in March 2000 and was one of the first series to be part of Fox's spin off cable network, FX. 
And if you don't already know what other show it was clearly meant to lampoon, congratulations on being born yesterday! Thus why it is so appropriate to make this an anniversary review, because this thing pretty much sums up two Pamela Anderson shows. It may very well be a Baywatch parody, but trust me, this thing might as well be a live-action stripperella! Ah, I like how your voice always ends. Like, there's so much hatred for Son of the Beach. Hey, just... you know, give credit to the late, great Gilbert Gottfried for being able to come up with that vocal tone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Who was on Son of the Beach? Oh, yes. I am well aware of that. Okay. <laughs> I'll, oh, I've seen that episode a dozen times. That's how much I hate it. <laughs> uh, so, okay, I have a question. I want to find out about, like, your life. Like, do you uh, are you able to make a living from your business of T-shirts and books? and Like, do you have a day job? Yeah, well, I more or less have, have a day job helping... Uh, Look at after a number of pl place. Uh, like here's the thing. I what I do is, I do get some. I quit. I ended up quitting jobs like delivery services some years ago because it was basically mentally and physically draining me. I'm not. I am. I am willing to admit I've gotten some financial support from my family in in exchange for the fact that I look after like places like the houses they ended up buying and they've ended up buying and stuff and need some plate people to people to look after. But yes, I am I have after this is some of the stuff I wanted to do like three years ago. We know what happened three years ago and what how happened? long it's taken me to get back. <laughs> but now it's in a position where I am just now launching my own business of selling merchandise and trying to promote my shows to help increase my patreon donations and everything so this is i am at a definite point in my life where i'm looking to really yes kickstart myself as with my own self-employed business okay fantastic i like it that I'm sounds really good t-shirts i'll tell you that right now yeah oh, absolutely i'm pretty sure there are links where i can you can pick them up on my website as well okay good i'll be checking it out a link for this one though yes all right i'll be okay. checking it out and you absolutely. sell all that now you also uh, do you have a podcast too well, it's 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 um it's second it is secondary, but I do try to um host a live stream every uh, Sunday night around eight p.m. Central Time. It's something I was inspired by another one of my colleagues who uh, hosts a Monday night show called Radio Dead Air. His name is Nash Bozard. You guys ever have time? I definitely recommend checking that. Most of what I try to do there is I I show host show some of my videos. I show some videos of my friends of mine to help try to promote them. I'll I'll read books to them for stuff I hope that can encourage people to go out and read some more as well. It's kind of a whole variety show type thing where I like to showcase other people's talents and abilities as much as I can. Okay, that sounds interesting. Greg, you have another question? Yeah, I have a couple more questions. So one was, uh, if you could create your own TV show, Unlimited Budget, what what would it be? What would your subject matter be? Drama, comedy, and what? I'll tell you exactly about? what it is. You, yeah, it would be it would be a comedic theme, a much more comedic theme version, but it would be more or less a full television series adaptation of one of my favorite video games right now, and that's RuneScape. Okay, I would, do, all I right. would make a RuneScape TV series. That's Ru hot right now. Wasn't The Last of Us a video game? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe it is too. Yes. Yeah. So good. All right, that's a good idea. All right, next question: Have you ever been arrested? No, I have not. Fantastic. I okay, didn't think well, so. the night is what young. Is your, <laughs> what, what is your most prized possession, Rowdy? 
Um, it's in here some on so much close to five prize possession. It's actually a piece of the net that what that I was allowed to cut down with the basketball team of my alma mater, the University of Texas at Arlington, when they finally won a conference championship and went to the NCAA tournament for the first time in history back in 2008. Because they went I had to the this, big dance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was there in Katy, Texas when they clinched the Southland Conference Championship. And because I'd been that guy who had been in the stands yelling and screaming back when <laughs> the head coach at the time was a player for them. So, yeah, they just... But the team just told me to go up there and climb that ladder with them. Absolutely, and I took absolutely. Back a piece of nets with them. So yeah, that's definitely I, one of my prized I can, possessions. I can envision that happening for sure. And do you only review shows that you hate, or do you ever review shows you love? Oh no, no, no. But I, I, at first, I used I call I put them in a subset that I called TV treasures. But yes, there are occasional yes. times where I will review something that is very obscure. But I, something I do think is very underappreciated and underrated that I want to um, introduce people to. As, as then I have possible. two. Then I have two requests for you. If you ever have the time to review Sprung on Amazon, it's obscure in the sense nobody's watching it. <laughs> Sprung on Amazon. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And then also, given what you kind of like to review the most, I hope you can dig up if you've not watched episodes of Nightstand with Dick, Dick Dietrich. <laughs> I'd very much like to see you review that as well. Look, I definitely could give Nightstand a try. I will say this. Um, one thing I don't do a lot of is review. I, so far, I've not really gotten into online TV series. Most of what okay. I review is still, for the most part, what was originally on the terrestrial stuff. I may create a spinoff show eventually one of these days focusing on online shows as well. Uh, the only thing I've done with this full behalf. online is when someone may actually try to make a se sequel series of The Greatest American Hero. I don't know oh, if you've yeah. heard of one Mr. Alan Ruckert, but he tried sure. to create one a few years ago, and I did review that. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. You know, if you come across sp Sprung, maybe one day I'll get lucky and get your thoughts on it. However, Nightstand with Dick Dietrich, that was basic cable. That's not online. So I'll that's take, one I highly I'll take it one Love step further. It. It, was, it started out in syndication. Okay. Rowdy okay. C. Yeah. And you can watch a bunch you, of episodes I, on YouTube. I'll keep that I in think mind. you'd enjoy reviewing that one. Yes. Okay. And you know, most of all, Rowdy C, you get to see me again in it. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep that for sure in mind. So <laughs> when you do, you know, you can use the previous vomit sound <laughs> that you made. Well, we'll wait and see if you make me vomit on that one or not. Uh, okay. We could even go further than vomiting on nightstand. No. <laughs> um, okay. So now right, let's, so where do you live? Where, where, do you live in Dallas? Fort Worth. Fort Worth. And your middle name is Lee. Correct. Okay. I'm always like Lee and, and. Fort Worth. It's like I get into like Lee Harvey Oswald territory. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you must get that. Well, one thing I reviewed, if you just want to know, was I reviewed the JFK movie and the ep and to follow up with reviewing, of course, the episode of Quantum Leap that was about Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes, I remember so that. So believe episode. me, I'm well versed in the lore of the Kennedy assassination, as we may put it. Okay. Uh, we, should, <laughs> we should probably stay with Son of the Beach. Um, <laughs> And try to solve the Kennedy assassination. Though I think maybe I think he could. solved it. But go ahead. <laughs> and and so are you? Does the, all this world of yours take place from your bedroom? Because in your opening titles, you kind of crawl out of a bed 
that oh yes you, now if you want this now first thing to keep in mind is uh a lot this is <laughs> is kind of similar to what a lot of us in the um it, what we call the internet reviewer genre used to do i have more or less is there an association an like online you guys? world persona for me if you want to just know this my online character as it may be he does um live with um his own genie who more or less well let's just say she's the reason he's able to uh financially survive so much well he's not willing to go full on he's more or less kind of not as stupid as tony nelson as far as not being able to get the financial help but he's not going to go full on give me a freaking castle it's more like that and that's how he has also lives with his team of sentient plush cats who work as his producers I and think this is your show, as well and the whole thing is right now at the moment yes they currently live in a, a more or less bedroom apartment that is actually magically enclosed in a tent that, that resides in a trailer park in Anaheim, California. I may technically live in Fort Worth in real life, but my character currently lives in Southern California, slumming it in a trailer park built that's more or less a TARDIS while he tries to review his videos and hope to make it in Hollywood. Wow, one day. that's a lot of backstory for oh, yes. a video that just hated Son of the Beach. But that's <laughs> that's a lot more backstory than Son of the Beach ever had. Well, if you don't want to see more about that, just you just tune into my second video series, which is called Rowdy and Friends. That's why I mostly spun off into instead of the reviews showing all the crazy situations my online character and his buddies get into okay you've got an empire going so we're, oh, yes. gonna, we're gonna take a second break we're talking to rowdy christopher l lee moore aka rowdy c uh you can find him at uh rowdyc.com and at mm -hmm. rowdy c and also joining greg garcia uh creator of the show sprung which is you're going to watch right and you're going to review that show right rowdy i'll try my best to get into it it's, it's uh, on my list now we don't want to try we want to do it rowdy that's all i can ask for <laughs> okay um, <laughs> and uh you can find him at uh greg what's your twitter handle again i have it written down somewhere oh no don't find me i'm not looking for followers <laughs> uh okay he's not on twitter anymore so uh we're going to take a break you're listening no to It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack, and we'll be right back. The dumbass herder, we're politically correct gag with the first caption. Okay, we're talking to Rowdy Seymour. That was a little clip. So I want to start to get into your hatred for Son of the Beach because 
again, I just love it. I, I love the fact that you found it. I love the fact that it's been off the air for 20 years and you're reviewing it. That, to me, is the greatest thing that we've come out of this. Um, so you, you explained how you even used to watch it a little bit back in, in the day. Um, Dr. D, can we play clip number seven? Son of the Beach, starring Jamie Bergman as B.J. Cummings, Roland Kickinger as Chip Rommel, Lila Arcieri as Jamaica St. Croix, Kim Oya as Kimberly Clark, Michael Berenson as Steve the Dog, even more starring Lisa Baines as Mayor Anita Massingill, and starring most of all, Timothy Stack as Notch Johnson. Tonight's episode, with sex, you get egg roll. <laughs> now, Rowdy, I don't know what to say. I like I, that, those opening titles still make me laugh because we were trying to spoof Baywatch and Aaron Spelling Television and all those things, which you point out in your review that that. But I, I'm shocked that you didn't find that funny. Uh, well, to be perfectly honest, you list all those shows. And the first show that came to my mind that I thought you were trying to parry is a little show by the name of Police Squad. Well, I'll and- tell you the story on that, okay? So when we were getting to get, first of all, David Zucker loved Son of the Beach. Uh, and he put me in Scary Movie 3 because of Son of the Beach. But it's interesting you say Police Squad, which I completely agree. So how Son of the Beach came through, came together was, we were look Nightstand with Dick Dietrich, which you're going to hate um, <laughs> in your review, was on, we're looking wait. for another show for me to do. And we were over at Dave Morgison's house, who you talk about him in your review, and we watched an episode of Police Squad, and we're laughing, it's so great. And we're trying to think, what can we do that puts me in the lead of something? And I had had this idea called Son of the Beach, for, not for me to star in. And the guys, Jim and Dave, said, oh, my God, that's the show. So th- when you say Police Squad, it's like, absolutely. But we weren't parodying Police Squad. We were sort of paying homage to it by doing that opening title. Anyway, I'd love your response on that. Well, I mean, I guess if, if it is kind of a loving tribute, I can I can kind of respect that. Here's the one thing you guys you want I should know more than anything else. Yes. The one thing is that with, for most of for me and most of my colleagues, for, if I've been in this whole internet reviewer uh, racket, as I like to call it, which has been going on since about 2008. Um, the characters we create to be our internet reviewers, we do kind of because it is kind of more embellished version of ourselves. It's probably the best way to put it. Even if there's some things about a show that we may or may not like, while it still might be our honest, relatively honest perception of it, we will kind of turn up the volume on it for the entertainment purposes, of course. And so that being said, we watching the show, because in preparation for the review and everything, I did notice some things that... um, they definitely was uh, contributing and trying to pay homage to things like Police Squad and whatnot, although obviously I've said from the beginning, it's clear the show was meant to be a parody of Baywatch for the most part. That's how like. we, that just so you know, that's how we pitched the show. 
is oh we, yeah we pitched and, it and believe me i was believe me, when i i was interesting to learn some things as i was researching it to find that you and david morgison were the more or less number one um people behind it while of course howard stern is the guy probably most sadly most associated with the show i found out he was only pretty much only like a bankroller of it That's, for the most part that right. uh, you, no, you're incorrect there, but it's not a big deal. The other guy we oh. got to remember is a guy named you talk about in your review is is James Stein, Jim Stein, who had written for Carol Burnett. I uh, part of your review too is you you put Dave and me in categories of children's entertainment. Well, I happen to know that Mr. Morgan Stern, um, Morgan <laughs> wrote the screenplay for a certain uh, Disney Channel movie called Princess Protection Program yes. that starred <laughs> Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. Uh, one of the movies <laughs> that I actually, had, I actually have watched at one point in time. And of course, like I said, I know that you, Mr. Stack, voiced the character of Lampy in the, the Brave Little Toaster movie. So yes. it was kind of some, some kind of um, in, interdimensional mishmash going on there so so to speak well it almost sounded like we were too dirty to be doing children's entertainment like well, those it's guys shocking, let's if, put it that if way, we I show up it, <laughs> yeah i agree i agree i think children should be protected from the likes of tim stack and i agree with rowdy on that don't be taking his side greg listen uh, i see it as i see it <laughs> um so uh anyway let, let's play can we play clip number nine five seconds and you're giving me flashbacks to ninja turtles next mutation this does not bode well for you mr x how's that new restaurant scrumptious johnny be sure to try the pot stickers Little do they know, they won't be working in any sweatshops. No, but they'll be working up a sweat, all right. As prostitutes. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this, Rowdy, because you really went off on this. First of all, we wouldn't, again, 20 years ago, we would not be doing a sex trafficking episode today. That just, Fair well, enough. first of all, the, the entire show wouldn't be on the air today. So there's <laughs> that. But I got to say, one of the jokes, and maybe because it was my joke, was the idea of two Asian guys talking, but perfect English, but giving them subtitles. I don't know. I guess it's just, I looked at that. That's and I funny, came up Rowdy. To... See? Yeah, I, I look. I look at that, and that's one of the examples of guys like me and the re internet reviewers. We think back to, of course, a very famous line that um, one Mr. Mark Hamill, who yes, also appeared on your show as well. Yes. Mark Hamill spoke as one as the Joker in the Batman animated series. The line being, "If you have to explain a joke, there is no joke." And I don't know, just for one reason or another, that's the kind of just. The kind of vibe I got with that thing, if you just, if I can be perfectly honest, you can be perfectly just, honest. But but didn't? Just, how yeah, about don't, the part? Don't, don't back off! Don't back off of him, Ralph. No, I don't want to. I want to make sure you don't just because he's begging for your approval, <laughs> because he's so desperately begging for your approval. You stick to your guns, Rowdy. You like what you like. You don't like what you don't like, and that's it. Ah. Okay, but even but what about the joke where the ha ha's as they get louder, the ha ha's get bigger? 
That's a funny joke, Rowdy. See? Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> mm, don't, you're only you're just doing it, Rowdy. You're yeah. just trying to make him. Just tell him. Tell him. Yeah, how you feel. maybe. You're not a you're fan of the man's humor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta say, go. I feel like I've worked for this guy now before. Where like I've been in a writer's room, and the guy goes, "And eh, maybe." <laughs> You know how sometimes you meet, you see a comedian or you see somebody and you go, finally, this guy is saying what we're all thinking. That's how I'm feeling about Rowdy right now. Oh, yeah. And you should, yeah, I'll just let you know this. Like, if you guys want to see, get a general idea of what my my uh, preference of comedy is, I just released a video in the last few weeks titled Old Man Dan, uh, an episode of a new ongoing series I want to create. The first episode is titled Leave Me Alone. It's on my YouTube channel and probably can find a link to it on the website. So if you want to check that out, you can go I right cannot, ahead and you can see what maybe I've been inspired by. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear this. I'm shocked that when I said what kind of TV show you would want to do, you were doing reboots of things instead of your old man Dan idea, which yeah. sounds great. I assume Leave Me Alone is some kind of pun. I believe there's some landscaping or something in this video. Or? Oh, yes. You can just ch ch check it out for sure. We it's are, my buddy, we're simpatico. I'm right there in your brain with you. I can't wait to see this thing. Yay. I'm going to give him your email address, Greg. That's okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots of pitches um, coming. Um, go ahead, Tim. So, so uh, how are we doing on time, Dr. D? This is, uh, okay, good. So, um Let's let's play clip number eleven. Can we do that one, Doctor D? Clip number eleven. No, I am not some stuck-up prude when it comes to all shows like this. If you think otherwise, go back and watch my review of VIP, which is practically the er example of how to do a fan service parody show right. It's not easy to describe, but there is a very fine line to toe when making such a series. And the secret often comes down to making it look like the characters are taking everything seriously while making it clear that the show itself is not. Okay, Rowdy C, you, have, you should be a professor at a college teaching satire because you absolutely define satire perfectly and wow, i just nice. i i'm i'm still at a little bit of a disbelief that you don't find son of the beach to be satire it well i guess i might call it satire it just might not be very well done satire <laughs> that might I, be I think what rowdy is saying having said he liked police squad and stuff yeah. i think he's saying he he gets what you're doing. Yeah. He's not a fan of the execution <laughs> of how you're trying to get people to laugh. He doesn't find you funny, Tim. I am <laughs> shocked at this because so many people, people I bug at Starbucks or in a department, yeah. find me funny. I know. Your you know, close family and friends politely laugh at your jokes. <laughs> and here's Rowdy, who just, you know, I'm sorry to tell you and break it to you. Not a fan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, 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 I'm the kind of guy, look, maybe it's just not me. I'm the kind of guy who will like something like VIP or Police Squad or Phineas and Ferb even. But yeah, Son of the Beach, kind of not my thing. <laughs> I'm picking up on that. I'm I love picking this. up on that. Okay, we're going to take our final break. Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking to Rowdy C. Moore. You can find him all over the internet, and he's in some internet reviewer gang. 
that uh, I want to do a little bit more of a deep dive on that. And Greg Garcia has joined us. And you're listening to It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. Stack, Morgason, I'm sure you thought you were all clever in making a title sequence that flat out steals Police Squad's gag. So I'm going to say this as politely as I can. You couldn't carry Abrahams and the Zuckers jock! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh God. My. Rowdy, you didn't storm the Capitol, did you? You're, no. Oh, you're no, very look, angry. I'm the, type, I'm the type of guy who would make a parody video about people storming the Capitol. You should do and that. It would be amazing. It would. I would love to see that. I'll play a hell, part in it. Hell, I did a video parroting the people who tried to storm Area 51 a few years back, if you may remember that incident. I, I do. do remember I do remember that, the incident. Yeah. I don't remember the video. Is I'll all- try to hopefully uh, dig, dig that one up for you. It's in one of my Rowdy and Friends sketches. Okay. Great. I I don't think anybody's worked in the industry, industry more than you, Rowdy. Like, you <laughs> have so much material. Oh, Yes, if, if, I, if I think something is funny, I'll try to make a video of it as soon as I can. Okay. It's just trying to scrap as much as I can. Now, in uh, uh, Dr. D, can we play clip number 13? Stack, Morgason, and Stein would team up again many years later to make Red, White, and Lou, a 2021 TV movie that I can find absolutely no information on whatsoever. And I'm counting that as a blessing, because trust me, I don't think I want to see anything written by that trio ever again. Son of the Beach Sack! <laughs> I think you're making your point, Rowdy C. Believe me, if I if I uh, ever get my hands on Red, White, and Lou, I will definitely give that thing a look over for possible review as well. Okay, Good luck. it's on the internet. You can go on YouTube. We posted it. Do you know? Oh, what, do you know sure. what it is, I'll Rowdy C? Uh, I'll I'll see if I can find it for it, sure. It's anim it's animated. You might like it even more. Oh, oh look at that look! Oh my God. Can I ask a question? Yes. Very well. I'm wondering if you could tell me just quickly what the novel is about and where we can find it. Oh, this thing? This yeah. is a, um, it, all the way say this thing. If you liked Xena Warrior Princess and the Shrek movies, this book may be right up your alley. And you yeah. can find a link to purchase it on RowdyC.com. It's, uh, it's available in paperback and Amazon Kindle form. So you can get Ooh. either copy one way or the other. Like I said, okay. I also will be for sale at Alcon Dallas if anybody is out there this coming weekend. And like I said, I usually am now regularly selling it 
at Trader's Village in Grand Prairie, spot 1065. <laughs> so definitely, I encourage anyone to check this thing out. It's got well, a second volume spot, that I'm trying to get into paperback wait, as soon as possible say that, as well. Say that spot number okay. again. Yes, spot 1065. Yeah. Spot 1065. Okay. Who is in 1066? Uh, have to, I haven't figured that out yet. It's, it's, I've only been there a couple of weeks. Still getting to know the know the locals. There. Okay. Do do other people there sell material like you, or they just sell like knickknacks? Uh, or- some people, a lot of people sell shirts. Um, I'm, but and I don't know how many people sell books as well. But I always try to make it a selling point that everything here is a Rowdy C exclusive. So like <laughs> it's, it's all original creations of mine. So you're getting def- yeah. definitely extra level of quality there. And do you sign things for every people? Oh, absolutely. I, I will definitely sign copies of the book anyone who buys it for sure okay oh that's great i'm getting a book and a t-shirt for sure i'm i'm definitely getting them okay absolutely there's one this was worth it so uh (laughs) dr d how are we doing on time we got four minutes left with you rowdy c very well um so i I do want you to watch red white and Lou because i'd like to hear your opinion of it it's animated i I definitely want to look for it for sure I'll, i'll try to hunt it down okay uh the other thing i was going to talk about was you really go off on the uh, episode titles in your review, which again, like that was part of the fun was coming up with episode titles like two thongs don't make a right, <laughs> stupid stuff like that. I will grant you this much. Yes. At, you, at least you do kind of get creative with the titles. Yes. Which is more than I can say for the people who create the episode titles of Friends. Right. Yes, the one that that happens, the one where that happens, and you got to admit, I think Rowdy, as the man, as the man behind "Leave Me Alone," you're not <laughs> above a nice, a nice pun in the title to have a little fun there, right? I never claim to be. I, well, I never claim to be superior to anybody in that category as well. Oh, no, I can no, be no, just, just simpatico. Sure. Simpatico, I meant. You know what to say? It takes one to know one. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, now he's turning on you, Greg. You, he... <laughs> oh, no, no hey, I'm buddy. not turning on me. Just let, letting him know, hey, I, I ain't no angel myself. I hear you. Really? You're, not, you're not sanctimonious. You're not uh, holier than thou. Uh, and, and, and your life, is there, a, is there a Mrs. Rowdy or a Mr. Rowdy in your life? I am. No, I am pretty much, I like to say, I am in a commitment to my fans. I okay. just like to devote my, right now, I want to try to devote as much of my life to my viewers and try to do, I kind of look at this as, this is my way of trying to com, uh, to contribute to society and find a ways to entertain people and make them happy. And that's kind of where my commitment is, at least at this point. So you're like, makes uh, sense. And I, yeah, go ahead, Greg. Well, I'll just say this on that. I just want to say before we end up, because I know you're going to wrap up soon, Tim. I just want to say, I think you're doing a marvelous job of that. I have enjoyed very much meeting you and talking to you. I've enjoyed watching your reviews. They're very entertaining. I think to be able to write and finish a book is a huge accomplishment that not many people can do. I hope you're very proud of yourself. With I that. am. And, and, I've, and I've very much enjoyed uh, meeting you, and I wish you nothing but luck in the future. And I'm going to keep watching some of your reviews because, like I said, I think you're a good dude from what I can tell, and you're very entertaining. Well, it's a very great honor to meet you. I will say that, yes, Quest Seekers is probably my uh, most what I'm most proud of. And just keep in mind, I try to post a new video every Monday. On, if I can get it on YouTube, I do. It's going to be on my website one way or the other. Some of them are available via my Patreon, which can be joined for as little as $1 a month. Just keep that in mind okay. for anybody out there who would be willing to do so. And, yeah, I just... So I just uh, 
Guy trying to do his best he can to try it. If I can make people happy, I like to think I'm doing something good with my life. Okay, let That's me ask great. you this, Rowdy. Is there anything you want to promote? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I might get to take care of a lot of that. I've got the book, the book Quest Secret here, book my shirt. And just Base like I said, if you're here at Hulk on Dallas, that would be great. I'm curious to come to your swap meet or whatever it is. I would like, first of all, I'm fascinated by swap meets. I think I talked about once on this show about going to an autograph show and lasting about a half an hour and leaving because it was so, uh, just couldn't take it. But I am fascinated by you. I'm picturing you at a swap meet selling your stuff. It's a great, wonderful image. And like Greg, I only wish, I'm, I love your review of Son of the Beach so I much. I love that you hate the show so much. It sort of goes along with, uh, we, you know, when Greg, I, I got the chance to write on My Name is Earl and then got the chance to be in it. And part of the fun of that character was of playing a drunken version of myself was making fun of myself because oh, nothing yeah. <laughs> makes me laugh more than jokes at me. So uh, I just, I'm really appreciative that you did it. I'm appreciative that you're here today talking to us and wish you the best of luck with all your stuff. Rowdy well, thank you very much, Mr. Stack. Okay. Uh, so thank you for being here today. Greg Garcia, thank you. We've been talking to Rowdy C. Moore. You can find him at RowdyC.com. Where else can we find you? Go, Rowdy. Give your love. Uh, just at um, goes internet at Twitter. We, I'm on Facebook at Chris Lee Moore. Like I said, m m mostly RowdyC.com is the primary place to go to for most of my videos and everything else. I try to put everything on there for one simple place to go to for everything. Okay. That's probably the best place to go. Okay, great. Well, thank you again for being here, Greg. Thank you again. Watch Sprung on Amazon Freebie. Thank you, Jeremiah higgins our wonderful producer who does all this dr d the engineer and we will see you next time on it's radio with tv's tim stack as always a big thanks to our station manager les carroll for letting us on the air at all listeners we appreciate you and want to hear from you please send us your ideas at jeremiah at the jeremiah or on messenger on facebook or instagram the show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly.